Frequent Fires, let's recap on the past week. A lot has happened since I've last spoken to you. When did I last record? I think I recorded last Wednesday. It is now the following week, Thursday. And yeah, a lot has been going on. I actually went to Brisbane last Thursday to surprise all my best friends, which was so special. But before I did that, I spent 24 hours incognito on the Gold Coast because I absolutely just love the GC and I know that's very stereotypical but I just love it. I love the ocean. Brisbane, I could never, never see myself living there but Gold Coast, I just absolutely love. I think it's just so pretty. Everyone's always up nice and early walking along the beach so I decided, you know what, seeing as I'm not surprising them until Friday night, let's go to the Gold Coast. I'm um, quite grateful that a lot of my work I can do remotely or from my computer which is what I'm going to be doing a lot of next year when I'm traveling so yeah I was like fuck it let's go to the Gold Coast for 24 hours so jumped on a plane jumped on the train jumped on the tram it was actually a lot more of a mission than I realized getting to the Gold Coast without a car so yeah then I rocked up I stayed at the Meriton on Surfers Paradise I booked it like a week in advance and it was 150 bucks for the night which I thought was an absolute steal this room was beautiful like it was huge it had a kitchen laundry bathroom all that sort of stuff a big desk a balcony it was awesome 150 bucks I didn't have the beachfront view which not complaining at all because the view was still stunning I saw like a hot air balloon when I woke up in the morning which was really really nice to wake up to and yeah 150 bucks so if you're traveling to Gold Coast stay stay there it was it was a bargain and the hotel is lovely very modern and all done up and right next to the beach so that was awesome I had a one-on-one meeting with someone about kind of intro into freelance more of for the Georgie Arnold brand and business so that was exciting stepping up in the content creation all that sort of stuff and then Friday I made my way back to Brisbane where I met with Erin and we planned and put out all the notifications for our big party that we're having in December I'll talk about that more in the news segment today so did that Friday and then Friday night I surprised my best friend Ebony and her partner Tim well Tim actually helped me organize it all so shout out to Timbo he was excellent in helping me arrange the surprise so rocked up to her house Friday night and yeah and then we had dinner organized and everything and she had absolutely no idea and It's just really special when, you know, you do long distance with your friends, which obviously sucks if you have moved away from your besties, but then being able to do those nice things and still connect. And yeah, I just, it really warmed my heart and I know she really appreciated it. So that was so much fun. Saturday, we went to Burley. So we, we trekked back to the Gold Coast on Saturday and then, yeah, just spent the day lying on the beach in the sun, got knocked around by a few waves, had lunch at the PAV my ideal day it was so much fun and then Saturday night I surprised a second lot of my besties so they were having a house cooling party lots of fun it was a surf dive ski theme and uh, we kind of joke that I'm like their fifth housemate because I'm just always there so rocked up to their house cooling party and surprised all the housemates Shreth and then Lib who are my besties so yeah, that was, that was so much fun. I'd never really been involved in a huge surprise before, so it was lots of fun. Sunday, we then went to the Redcliffe Markets, which I've also never been to Redcliffe, so that was very lovely. They go for ages. I feel like our markets here in town are just 
quite small and always the same thing, which is still fine because I'm a creature of habit and like my routine. So yeah, that was really, really fun to go to that. And then what did I do Sunday night? I think I just chilled out. I hope I'm not forgetting anything important that I did. Sunday night. No, we just chilled out at home. And then Monday, I caught up with all of the Brisbane Aviatrix crew. If you came to coffee, it was so good to see you all there. We spent like two hours, I think, just chatting away and catching up at all sorts of stuff. If you are in Townsville, Brisbane, we do have coffee catch-ups with the crew. Bit of a tongue twister. Holy goose. Um, So yeah, if you ever want to get out and network or if you're in or interested in aviation, then definitely come along to our coffee catch-ups. Hopefully next year we will look at getting a few more based around the country as well because I know you guys love them who attends them. And then, so yes, that was Monday. I just worked from my laptop again. And then Tuesday, I actually felt very special to be invited into the Royal Flying Doctor Services office in Brisbane. So they're Brisbane base. I got a tour of the office. I got to meet everyone. I have a really good connection with Bill Maddock there who I chat about um, lots of things and lots of ways we can work together because you guys know that the RFDS is super, super important to me and my family. So it was wonderful to, yeah, kind of feel like a VIP. They sent out like a big email saying like, Georgie Arnold's coming in the office. If you can chat to her, that'd be great. So I was like, oh my goodness. So it was, it was awesome to to just to meet everyone and put some faces to names because I obviously email them a lot. So that was really lovely. Connection is so important. Network people, get out there, chat, chat to those in your industry. It will take you from one level to the next immediately. It's so good. So yes, we had a tour of the office, got to meet everyone and then they took me behind the scenes of their hangar. So I actually got to see like their ops room, met a couple of nurses and the engineers. So yeah, it was just the best end to the trip. And then got on my flight back to Briz. I always leave extra time at the Brisbane airport for rolled. If you haven't had rolled Vietnamese, what are you actually doing? And if you live in a city that sells rolls, rolled, I am very, very jealous of you because it is hands down one of my favorite takeaway meals and we do not have it here so if anyone wants to open up a franchise in North Queensland um, that would be very greatly appreciated and you will have a customer every single day aka me so that is the weekly wrap yes got back to town Tuesday night straight back into routine Wednesday morning and then yesterday afternoon I actually got to go on a really exciting flight with the owner of Tradie you know, tradie underwear, and we got to fly him, well, we flew him back from their location. They're launching a tradie beer. This is not sponsored at all, by the way. I just thought this was so much fun. So, yeah, we got to go out on set with them and pick him up, bring him back so he could make his flight back home. And, yeah, I I did have a little sippy of the beer as well and can confirm it is actually pretty nice. So, there you go. I think I'm not sure when tradie beer launches. Tradie beer, if you want to sponsor this as well, then we can definitely (laughs) get it out for you. But, yeah, so that has been the past week since I last chatted to you. Lots going on as always and I feel like that also transitions nicely into today's topic of our episode which is two words I have removed from my vocabulary and the impact it has made on my stress levels. So we'll get into that very very shortly. It's all about having a hectic lifestyle and putting a lot on your plate, all that sort of stuff. I'm not going to spoil it just yet. You can listen along. But we will get into our news for today, our aviatrix updates, and stick around for our topic and our travel chat. 
Welcome to our Aviatrix updates. New news in from our besties at Bonza with flights now on sale for its newest route from the Gold Coast to Mount Isa, taking the city into the country or coast to country, quite literally. Starting from $119 per person, that's one way. The sale is on, but flights do not commence until December 5th. So it'll run twice weekly on Tuesdays and Fridays. There you go, hot news from Bonza. Touching on some more aviation airline news, we've got Skytrans has plans to launch the first hydrogen electric aircraft by 2026. Still a while away, so I'm sure we'll have lots more updates on that in the coming weeks and years, I suppose. Now let's get into our party for a purpose that we have arranged with Erin. So if you haven't seen our socials already, Saturday, 2nd of December, free your calendar. We have created a party for a purpose in collaboration with, as most of you would know, Flying with Erin. And basically the whole idea behind the party is to raise funds to go towards an eager aviatrix or aviators starting point of their aviation career. So people can put proceeds towards, so proceeds all from the ticket sales, from raffles, all that sort of stuff will go towards covering someone's flight theory pack, induction pack, their exams and their 12 weeks of study with us. So have kind of been wanting to dabble in with scholarships for a long time with Aviatrix, but haven't really known how I wanted to do it. And then when Erin reached out to us saying that she wanted to work with us on one, I was like, cool, but let's not do things mainstream. Let's not just make it an online application form and people fill it out, blah, blah, blah don't want to do that. We love to have a good party around here. You guys know that. So I was like, great, let's create a party. Everyone can come to Townsville. We're going to have live music, live podcast. It'll be our first live podcast. Haven't even sprung it on the boys that they're going to have to help me set that up. But anyways, and then yeah, there's going to be lots of networking opportunities for you guys, raffles, prizes, all that fun stuff. And then proceeds from the event like I said, will go towards someone's starting point of their career. So very, very exciting. We're killing two birds with one stone, not only helping people connect, having a good party, but also creating our scholarship from this event. So it is, I feel like, definitely a first in our career, in our business that we have done something like this. So make sure you get your tickets there on sale week's time, sort of next Friday, 29th. And very excited to see you all there. It's going to be so much fun. It'll be the start of some summer. Our venue is air conditioned. We were going to do it in our hangar and then I had like a little bit of a turning point. It was, it was one of those thoughts that come to it like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, shit, we cannot do it in our hangar. If people are flying in for this event, they're not going to want to stand in hangar in our hangar in the middle of summer at two o'clock midday so (laughs) we have changed it now we've got a beautiful venue the Rockpool Pavilion which is just so Townsville it overlooks the Strand hopefully it's a bright blue day and yeah it's gonna be lots of fun so more on that again to come in the next few weeks but keep an eye out on our socials for the ticket sales you do not want to miss that and following on some more Aviatrix updates, our frequent flyer caps, which I am wearing today in the studio, have officially gone on sale. You would have heard that last week if you listened in. They are being shipped out today. So it's currently Thursday as I record this, being shipped out today to everyone who has already purchased one. And I cannot wait to see you all rocking them. I, I have not taken mine off seriously 
I mean that I have not taken it off all week, especially because I was traveling last week and my hair just, if you know me, my hair is an absolute mess all the time. Like it is makeup. I feel like is one thing I can conquer hair. Never. It's in a slick bun 24 7 so I feel like I'm a quite cool kid when I wear my cap <laughs> and I can't wait to see you guys all rocking them too Alrighty, let's get into today's topic ladies and gentlemen welcome aboard aviatrix airwaves please do not turn off your electrical equipment which you are listening to this podcast on and instead just sit back relax and enjoy as we are about to take off into this episode Two words I have removed from my vocabulary and why. I know what you're thinking. It should probably be somewhere along the lines of swear words, shit, fuck, crap, whatever those. But it is not. Probably should be with my little potty mouth. But it is not. And I want to say before I explain this and really dive into today's topic, I'm not saying you can never use these words again. I think there is definitely a time and a place for them. I just feel as though in my life they have been so overused and abused and can easily be replaced to make better conversation. The first word that I have tried my best to consciously cut out of my vocabulary is busy, which is actually a lesson I learned from my mum. She kind of brought this on me. I feel like it was a year ago now. Um, I think she learned this like in her previous role in real estate. Um, She does a lot of networking and has taught me a lot about networking as well. So she has told me, you know, cut out busy and see how it impacts your life. Now, what is the definition of busy? The definition of busy is having a great deal to do. And I feel like in today's world, we are all out there, we're grinding, we're chipping away at our goals. I feel like everyone around me is so driven at the moment and we all have so much on our plate and I can tell that I can tell by what people are achieving what people are doing how much time people have you know spare time how they're balancing their time I just feel as though in the definition of busy everyone literally is busy which is great but I feel like the word busy has been used as such a cop-out recently and it instantly demotes the other person by making them feel as though they aren't doing enough or it makes them feel like okay well if you're so busy like I'm sorry for being in your space right now I'm sorry that you're talking to me right now it just makes the other person feel so bad when they say hey how are you going and you go oh you know I'm just I'm just really busy and or do you want to hang out? It's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really busy right now. It feels like you should be doing more. Like, it's like, okay, well, I'm clearly not doing enough if I'm not busy and I'm not stressed about it. My friends know that this is such a shit excuse. And this is something we have worked on quite well in our group because we are very, very conscious that as you transition into adulthood or navigate life outside of school I talk about school like I was there yesterday but it was quite a long time ago and I feel like I'm still transitioning out of it um you all travel at very different rates and you know my busy or my full calendar is going to look completely different to someone else and 
when you arrange to hang out and someone just says, oh, I'm too busy, it's like, cool, well, so am I, but I've made the time for you and why can't you do the same? I feel like it feels like that it turns into such a negative conversation and then you feel like an ass because you're asking like, oh, what are you what are you busy doing then? When it's, it's not you trying to put them down, being like, oh, well, what could you be so busy doing? It's like, no, well, what are you actually doing? So I can help you out and let's chat about that. And then the conversation grows on that. And, you know, everyone's got, like I said at the start, everyone's got so much on their plate. If you are constantly using the phrase too busy as an excuse or as a description of why you can't, let's say, for example, in a friend group hangout, then you're going to see those around you drop like flies. The term busy is such a shit conversation starter. Part of my marketing job involves a lot of networking, which as someone with an entertainer personality, I just... I love because I get to go out and I get to chat to people and I get to talk about what I'm doing and how I can help them develop in their career or how we can work together. So it's a part of my job that I really like. And again, with podcasting, you guys can probably tell that I like to talk quite a bit. So it works well with me, but I want you to think of the last time that you walked into a room and someone asked you how you were. Says and hey, hey mate, how are you going? Or you're at a networking event and it's like, oh, what have you been up to? You know, how are things? And if you replied with busy or vice versa, if the person that you were asking this question to replied with busy, what was your body language like? I can almost guarantee that you know, your shoulders slouched or you took a big puff or, you know, kind of rolled your head or rolled your eyes or something and, you know, you were just like, oh, I'm just I'm just really busy. How did that, either as the person responding or the person hearing that from someone else who was responding to you, how did that make you feel? It made you feel stressed. It made you feel like there was so much on your plate. It made you feel like, what am I doing in this room right now? I don't have the time to be here. And vice versa, you are allowed to feel this way. You are allowed to feel stressed. You are allowed to feel like you have a lot on your plate. Again, we're all out there grinding. The queens are out there getting shit done. If you are feeling under the pump and like you can't manage, still express that. I'm I'm not out here saying that you can't still tell someone that you have a lot on. I want you to think about the conversation and how you can expand on that. And it's going to help you so much more in a networking space. So express that feeling, say, hey, you know, nine times out of 10 as well, the person you're communicating this with will want to help or provide some advice to get you through this hectic time. So if you are feeling like there is so much on, use a different phrase, use, you know, let's go for example, they say, how are you feeling at the moment? You say, hey, I have so much on. I'm doing this at work. I've got this project. I have this. I'm just, I'm feeling really under the pump. And then it can then, the conversation can flip around so much because as I said, they can then provide advice. They can give you insight, especially when you are, I'm going to use networking room as a great example. If you are in that room with knowledgeable people, whoa, let's get that out. They, they are most likely going to want to help you. People want to help. So I'm not saying that if you are in the definition busy, you can't say that. You can definitely still say that, but I want you to express why you are feeling that way. 
Busy is such a stressful word. Once I started consciously removing it from my vocab, I felt instantly better about myself. I'm not stressed. I'm not struggling with everything on my plate. I am productive. I'm using all of my time. I'm filling my calendar because I know I have goals and I know my goals do not get ticked off unless I do something about them every single day. So in the definition of busy, yes, I am a busy girl. I like to be a busy girl, but I'm expressing this in a different way and it's making me feel better. And I'm not even saying this like this isn't a conversation I'll have every single day, but I'm saying when I wake up in the morning and I think, okay, how am I feeling today? It's not that I'm feeling, it's not I'm feeling busy. It's I'm feeling like I'm ready to be productive or same thing at the end of the day. You know, how did the day go? How am I feeling at the end of the day? I'm feeling productive. I'm feeling like, okay, maybe I didn't get as much done today, but I have a lot on my plate for tomorrow and we are going to get it done. So I challenge you to kind of take that step. And next time someone asks how you're feeling, try and elaborate a little bit more on how you genuinely are feeling and not just saying, hey, I'm too busy. Again, in a friend group, if someone asks you to hang out and you've got a lot on your plate and you simply do not have the time to hang out, which is okay. If you have the right people around you, it is okay to say no. It's okay to put your career first in an in an instance, but to say that you are too busy, it's it's just going to make other people around you feel angry, upset, or like I said at the start, demoted. So let's elaborate on it. Let's start having bigger conversations and let's grow with that. I find it funny as well. A lot of people know subconsciously that busy has been used a lot over the years as such a negative term and then instantly they'll back it up with busy, but it's a good thing. Someone will say, I'll go up to someone, for example, I'll walk into an office when I've got a meeting. I say, hey, how have you been? And they'll go busy and they'll go, oh, but, but, you know, busy is good. And I think especially after the past couple of years with COVID when we weren't as hectic and people couldn't fill their plates as much as they can now, now coming back and everyone trying to grow again as a business, it's, oh, but you should be grateful that you are busy because some businesses haven't picked up to that stage yet so then everyone always backs it up with the oh busy but you know that's that's a good thing so they know you know subconsciously in your head that busy has been used as such a negative term and then you're trying to add oh but that's a good thing on the end to flip that around instead just cut out the word and replace it with something else okay try it out this is I actually found this to be very effective and I know the results of cutting it out. I, as you would have heard in the intro today, I went into the RFDS Brisbane base on Tuesday morning and I met with a lot of the staff there and thankfully due to social media, they had seen a lot of the work that I've done through Aviatrix or I've done myself personally or that um, we've done together through Aviatrix and RFDS and I was talking to a few of them and they were like oh you know you you're always around you're always doing things there's always so much going on in your life you're you're so busy and I turned to Bill and I said no I'm you know I'm actually not busy like I don't feel stressed and busy I feel productive and instantly they all looked at me and they said that's such a good word. You're productive. You're not busy. And I was like, yeah. And then I explained to them how I'd kind of worked on cutting it out of my vocabulary because I look at my life and I'm like, you're not, you're not that stressed. You don't have too much to worry about. You know, you're not, 
again, negatively busy. And Bill turned to me and he said, oh, that's why you're so calm. And I was like, in that instance, I just reflected on the past year and I was like, you know what? That is so true because before that, when I first stepped into my role, I've been working almost over two years full-time now in my current positions. And when I first stepped in, I, was, I would always say, you know, I'm busy. I was working two hours in the morning, my full-time job during from like 7.30 till 4.30 and then I was working 4.30 till 8 o'clock coaching sport. So I had so much on my plate and I just always used to say, yeah, I'm so busy. I'd rock up to work every day and I'd say I'm so busy. And then as soon as I had that little bit of coaching from my beautiful mum, shout out to Mishy, you are a legend, who said, you know what, just try and try and remove that word. I just, I instantly feel like I'm so on top of things now. And yeah, like I'm just... I'm, I'm not as stressed as I used to be pretty, pretty much to, to say it easily like that. So there is my challenge to you. See when and where you can cut out that word next time someone asks you how you're feeling and then reflect on how that makes you feel as a person. Cool. That is my very first word that I have cut out. The second one that I'm going to dive into is the word lucky. And I feel like you kind of all know where this is going and I'm definitely not going to touch on it for as long as busy. But lucky, I remember saying this actually at my 21st speech, which was too long ago now considering 21 was just the best year of my life and I had so much fun and I missed that stage. But every year has just been getting more and more fun. So anyways, lucky is something that I said at my 21st that I learned this through growing up in my family business that luck is not something that we had and instead I think what people use lucky for often replaces hard work and determination, dedication, resilience, all those wonderful things that you need to be considered what other people then see from the outside as lucky and I say that with my little quotation fingers lucky because again nine times out of ten that the term lucky is used it's just used as an easy fix or an easy definition of the hard work that you have put in for example a lot of people say you know oh you're so lucky to have grown up in the aviation industry well no I'm not lucky my dad put in so much work before I was born and then when we were born and then my parents as well, them, you know, having, we lived overseas, they had to do long distance. We did long distance as a family. I didn't have my dad for a lot of my childhood. So it's not, I don't necessarily think where I am in my career and everything, all the opportunities that are coming my way, that's certainly not from luck of being born in the industry it's from hard work and tough times that we had as a family and you know that's only one example of it so again and I think that's so easily used and it's just it just makes me really angry because it's like people will never see the hard work that you have put in on the inside or behind the scenes they will never ever see that and once you can come to terms with that fact you're you will be a much happier person because you're not out there trying to impress someone or prove to someone every single day that you're not lucky you've put in that hard work so once you can kind of understand that within yourself again it's going to make you a lot more of a positive happier and inspiring person because you're not you're not out there trying to prove to other people I remember when 
I first, I think it was during and then at the end of my helicopter license, I definitely did not fly through it, pun intended. Um, I struggled a lot with the theory. I didn't enjoy the theory as much as I thought I would. And um, I remember this was still when you first graduate school and a lot of those high school friends or high school people are still quite relevant in your life and are very much there you're not as close in your circle with your good group of friends you just you have all these people around you still from school and I remember there was one group and they yeah I just I feel like when I was going through my training they definitely looked at me as someone who had just been given everything you know you 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 got that from your parents you didn't work for that you got handed a helicopter license which anyone who has done their pilot's license or attempted to do it knows that you genuinely cannot just be handed it and that would be very unsafe and I think I've had more pressure on me being in a family business because I know my family wants me to or my dad who trained me wants me to be as good as I can be and so yeah I definitely think it, it was not something that was just handed to me and I remember I struggled a lot with this because other people again would see me as just lucky and it's just something that you got given and my good friend Chloe she also her parents also own a business themselves so again family business and she would kind of always sit there and remind me and say like hey you know what like they are never going to see the hard work that has been put in your close friends see it and that is all that matters you are not lucky you have deserved everything that has come your way and I'm just I'm really grateful to have people in my corner who remind me of that and it took me a little bit I think that is again one of the lessons that I've learned over my 22 years that has been the biggest lesson to learn is you know everything that I look back on on the past 22 years that I've been able to do and especially in these last two years in my career again has not been luck at it has been everything that I've put in everything that my family put in before I stepped into the business and yeah I'm not lucky I'm grateful I think grateful is a really good replacement of that so that's just one more I wanted to touch on there and again just really want to emphasize the fact that unfortunately no one is ever going to know how much effort you have put in how much hard work you have put in they are going to see it as lucky I know, I know for you that it has been hard work. Let's stop telling people that they are lucky. Let's start appreciating the hard work that they have put in behind the scenes to get to where they are. We're all out here doing our best. We're all out here grinding behind the scenes. And yeah, let's start backing each other up and being that positive light in people's life like my good friends have been for me and have taught me that lesson. So there you go. Those are the two words that I have consciously started to try and cut out of my vocabulary. I'd love to see how you guys go with this, what you think, if you've done something similar, if there's a word that you have kind of learned that, you know, that's actually quite a negative thing in your life. Again, these are both just words that I have trialed with and it has made me such a more positive productive and happy and also grateful human and so much less stressed and I I find that in our office because we all we all consciously do this you know cut out those words and the vibes are just the vibes are so much better so see how you guys go let me know and I'll see you in next week's episode oh stick around for travel chat at the end as well 
All right, let me get really comfy for our travel chat today. This one's actually been sent in by one of our student pilots, Tash. She's such a groovy chick. She's currently doing her fixed wing flight training. And before that, she did like van life and has traveled all across Australia. So definitely an inspiration to me. Tash, you live the dream. So cool. I know you're putting in the work at the moment. So keep Keep chipping away at the study. You're so close. Anyways, she has sent in a chat about... I'm just going to read it out straight to you so I don't butcher it. Okay, she said, I mean, there was this one time when I, a 19-year-old, took my baby sister, 13 at the time, across the Gibb River Road, just, just us two. There are plenty of dodgy moments from that trip, both the passenger door and the UHF rattled off from the corrugations, but popping a tyre was pretty rough. Yes, I'm, as you guys know, I'm heading off on a big three-month trip next year and I need to start actually practising this because this happens way too often and is, I feel like, just still such a hard task. Is it that hard? I haven't really, I've done it once, once before. Anyways, let's get back to the story. I'm rambling off. We hit a sharp rock and bang, went the tyre. Found the bottle jack but couldn't find the lever to wind it up. So we were stranded for an hour waiting for someone to come past and hope they had a jack. Luckily, the next person to come past was the Kananara Fire Brigade. <laughs> so the hunky fireman jacked the car up, swapped the tyre over and off we went to the next place. When we arrived, they had already heard about us on the radio from the fireman. Very embarrassing, lol. She said it was a good story to tell um, but the parents weren't too impressed when we got back into service and explained it all to them, especially with my sister being only 13 years old. Look, I kind of laugh at these stories, but I know in the moment that it would not have been funny, but I'm glad that you look back at this and find it funny, which I feel like is all our travel chat stories. It's like in the moment you're just stressing and have no idea what's coming or how you're going to get out of that situation. But it's one of those things that we just go, you know what, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. So I love that. Thanks for sending that in, Tash. I'd love to hear more of your travel stories from when you've been trekking around the country. I find that so cool. If you've done van life as well, please send them over. It doesn't have to just be aviation related. Travel chat can be absolutely anything. Thank you for today's episode, guys. You know the drill. You know where to find me on all the socials. Get tagging. Share it around. Let me know how today's episode sits with you. And I'll be back in your ears next week. I'm actually heading off pretty soon after this episode drops to head out to Twin Hills Races and Rodeo. So I'm going to go get my country on for the weekend. And we will have so much to recap on and chat about in next week's episode. Ciao for now, brown cow.